0: what's going on everybody welcome back to spoiler reels if you're new to the podcast welcome to spoiler reels of course i'm your host my name is angel and as i mentioned before guys if you are new to the podcast make sure you check out the old episodes i previously recorded uh, also follow me on instagram it's uh, spoiler underscore reels uh, that's where you see me put the content uh, out there as far as what I've recorded. And you can also message me there. If you want me to review certain movies or whatever, I, I would be more than happy to. Just give me time to look look for it and watch it and all that. And then I'll do my review. And, uh, of course, you guys already seen the title of this film. This is uh, a movie that just recently came out. So I want to give you guys a heads up. Spoilers everywhere, as you guys already know. Uh that's pretty much it guys. Let's get to this uh let's get to this review here. And now we're pleased to bring our feature presentation. Father Stu is the movie I'll be reviewing here. This was this is a rated R film, uh 2022 drama film. It's about two hours long. Uh came out April 13th. So as of today as a recording, uh yeah, came out to just today. So it's obviously very, very recent here. So as I mentioned, if you guys don't wanna if you guys are trying to watch it and you don't want any spoilers, watch the movie, come back and then check out the the review. Uh, this was directed by uh, Rosalind Ross. Rosalind Ross. Uh, this uh, IMDb gave it an 8 out of 10. And of course, I'll give you guys my uh, rating at the end of it. Uh, the cast here, the main heavy hitters here, basically Mark Wahlberg as uh, Stuart Long. Jackie Weaver as the mo- as the mother. Mel Gibson as uh, the father, Bill. Uh uh, Teresa Reese. I don't know why they don't have her name here. Uh, Cody Fern as priest. Uh, Carlos All as Father Garcia. I'm trying to get to just the, those are those are pretty much the main heavy hitters there for you guys. Let's get to the overview here. Uh, so when an injury ends his amateur boxing career. Stuart Long moves to Los Angeles to find money and fame. While scraping by as a supermarket clerk, he meets Carmen. Oh, okay, Carmen is played by Teresa Ruiz. A Sunday school teacher who seems immune to his bad boy charm. Determined to win her over, the longtime agnostic starts going to church to impress her. However, a motorcycle accident leaves him wondering if he can use his second chance to help others, leading to the surprising realization that he's meant to be a Catholic priest. Uh, Yeah, this movie, I I honestly, when I first saw the, the previews, I thought this was like a comedy movie, like a slapstick comedy movie. And for the most part, yes, the comedy is in here, but it's uh, it's definitely far from a slapstick comedy. I as, At least that's what I thought. I don't know. I might have seen a different trailer. You know how they do it sometimes with trailers. Like, they'll they'll kind of, you know, make it look one way, and then it's another. And so I just saw one of the trailers, and I thought it was supposed to be comedy or funny or whatever, where, like, this guy with, like, a you know, with a fucking criminal record and all this other stuff and DUIs and a heavy drinker and smoker all of a sudden becomes a priest. So to me I thought oh okay this is supposed to be a comedy movie all right but then when I, as I watched this film it's far from that it's not even like yes it's like as I mentioned it does have its humor but it's not like slapstick humor and what i mean slapstick obviously like over the top kind of shit it's it's nothing like that um if anything this is like um yeah it's more dramatic than than anything here uh i think i just looked at wikipedia and because it's brand new uh they don't even have the plot here for me to read out here so i'm just kind of kind of kind of give you certain scenes here and there and just kind of as i mentioned already i already i already summarized the plot of the film um i guess i can go from certain scenes here and there and whatever just kind of work my way to the end uh but basically it starts off with mark walbers uh as a kid his father is Mel Gibson, uh, and his father always kind of treated him differently uh, or treated him wrong, and it was ever since uh, they lost their second child, uh, Mark Wahlberg's uh, uh, little brother. He lost him when he was six, and it tore that family apart, obviously, and uh, and then you kind of see him in the... in. Uh, in the earlier years of Mel Gibson, kind of just giving him shit throughout, like he's this heavy drinker and a smoker, and he's over here telling him like, "Oh yeah, like oh you like Elvis? Yeah, you're gonna be just like him or whatever, like all the uh, fat and and old and dead or whatever the hell." And I was like, "Damn, this is for like a seven year old kid." And uh, and then it, and then it cuts to basically Mark Wahlberg uh, older now. Uh, And I'm assuming this is this took like in the 80s because some of the technology because they don't really, really show the the timeline in this movie, except for like certain hints here and there. And like one of the main ones I was like, oh, this is 80s was when Mel Gibson had like this huge fucking old school tech phone. And I was like, okay, this is either 80s or 90s, Uh, late 80s, early 90s kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, so it's uh more than likely around that area uh but then you see uh mark walver all grown up uh he's uh an amateur boxer and he's pretty much boxing but he's even some of the coaches the that's coaching him up they're like dude even you're kind of already almost out of your prime for you to look for a sponsor to to be you know uh to go to be one of the main heavy hitters it's just not gonna happen but uh, because he's taking so much beatings in the ring, uh, the doctors, when they, when they checked him out, they said that, Hey, look, this could, this, this is going to end your career right here. This is like, if you take more punches, you could pretty much die. Um, there, he says there already has some, like, like he has like a severe, uh, infectious in the jaw, uh, that, uh, there's certain like, uh, where they, where he's been hit the most or whatever. There's like a, a certain disease approaching, like. Near his body and whatnot, because it's not being treated or taken care of, so it ends his boxing career and then uh he gets drunk uh take, goes to the goes to visit pay his respects to his little brother, but he got drunk whatever, and the cops basically threw him in jail because he was uh drunk in public i guess Cause there there was nobody around him but all right it was at night time basically uh his mom picks him up at the at the at the uh, in jail at the police station, and, uh, and this is where he had the idea of, like, telling his mom that he wants to be an actor, and that he's gonna move to Hollywood, and the mom, of course, was against it, because she was like, what are you gonna do out there, like, you know, you're, this guy, you're not a city folk, or whatever He's, but then he's like, no, I can try, I can try to do this, and then he's like, alright, he ends up moving out, uh, he ends up moving out, gets this job as a, as the deli clerk. Um and while he's like getting giving them some like the customer's check in and everything, he thinks that you know, famous people can probably go in there and and uh he might get that shot. But he's always like, Hey man, do you know anybody in the in the uh entertainment industry? And you know? they're like, Nope, nope. So you can tell that he's getting a little frustrated here and there. And then of course once he gets off for of work, he's out at the bar drinking. And he's gotten like I think two three DUIs throughout the film um yeah he gets uh he gets pulled over he didn't crash or anything the first time but he was drunk and he was reaching for his wallet the cop obviously immediately hesitate like or uh, kind of went against uh, went at it real quick and just bashed him with a flashlight and whatnot and he's like damn i'm just just trying to get my wallet he's like yeah wallet my ass he's like get over gets thrown in jail again uh and then while he's uh working at the deli he is putting his photos out there to kind of see if he can get this uh a, a gig which he does get a gig he gets a gig as in the commercial selling this mop and that scene was actually pretty funny where the mom was you know they were talking over the phone and he was like yeah mom i got a gig you know i got this gig and the mom thinks it's, it's in a movie or something and then it cuts to basically her uh watching uh a tv and then she gets up to go like refill uh refill her a drink and she, all of a sudden, she hears Mark Wahlberg's voice over the TV, and he, and you could just see him just selling this mop and like doing this cheesy smile on the on the TV and everything like that. And then I was like looking, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that scene I thought <laughs> was pretty funny. Um, yeah, that, as far as humor goes, like not all of them land, but for the most part, Mark Wahlberg was pretty fucking hilarious in this film. Uh this character completely reminded me of that same character he played in Joe Bell. The movie Joe Bell. I think he kind of just brought that character and brought it into this into this movie and, and by the way this movie is based on a true story. This actually really happened and uh so while he was working at a deli the next day he meets uh Carmen. Um and he's like and he thinks she's the one. And he's over there trying to talk to her and everything like that. And then of course one of the clerks was like, "Well, if you really want to see her, she posted this thing right there. And it was like this this church uh, schools on Sundays. And uh, and then of course he decides to uh, stalk her in a way. It was from our point of view, it it, it looked like he was stalking, but obviously he was he was there for the right reasons, I guess. You know that he was there to actually talk to her and. And try to get to know her i guess and uh uh so he goes in and then of course before you before you know it like they start kind of bonding with each other they start hanging out he uh mark Wahlberg, actually starts getting along with some of the some of the priests in there uh, uh except for one one of them didn't really like him but the other one did and uh they started getting along with each other all of a sudden little by little they developed this chemistry between carmen and and Mark Wahlberg's uh, character here, uh, yeah, Stuart, Stu. <laughs> um, where was I at? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it gets to the point, which we didn't know, we didn't find out until later. Uh, Stu is like atheist. He doesn't believe in God. So for him to be at church and doing all this basically just for her, uh it's 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 crazy but that's i guess that's how it shows that you know he's really in love with her it got to the point where he even got baptized he says because he's like dude i want to be with you and and uh she carmen tells him like the only way we can even date or anything is like if my dad our parents my parents know that you know you've been baptized and you're catholic and he's like fuck it i'll do it he goes and gets baptized and everything like that and uh And and then everything's going well uh, to the point where he starts like he's somewhat trying to be an actor, but by that time it's kind of fading away, and and his interest for being at the church and doing all this stuff was was growing more than being an actor, and so that acting stuff kind of fades out by like by like in the middle of the movie, and he starts approaching more of this uh, priesthood uh, thing, and uh, of course. He gets this uh, there's this scene where he uh he gets this uh, uh this uh stranger next to him at a bar telling him kind of giving him like this speech about saying like hey you know like don't drive while you're drunk and you know we need you out here man you need to be you need you you you're supposed to do more than just this you know there's more to you than this and he's like what the fuck and then, of course, he gets drunk, he drinks, and he's riding the motorcycle. How this fucker is still driving is beyond me. This guy has, like, two three two DUIs, and this will more than likely be the third one. How he's still driving is crazy. Uh, but anyways, he's driving on a motorcycle and a car. Uh, swiped him a little bit on the side, and he kind of uh, wobbled up the bike. And then, of course, he gets hit. Um, he gets ran over by one car, and then a truck actually runs him over. And then uh why like and then when he tries to wake up, uh, he sees the Virgin Mary talking to him and everything like that and he's like he's like, Well tell your son that, you know, to tell me what I'm supposed to do, you know, like and all this and the Virgin Mary is just telling kinda of like just being there next to kinda of like helping him out through his all that hard time because it looked like he's gonna die. And then of course it cuts to him being at the hospital and then Uh, he's in a coma and while he's in a coma uh the mom uh goes to visit him and of course mel gibson's character the father uh he actually goes and visits him as well um but uh this is this was after he had woken up from the coma and and then uh he kind of wakes up and then as they're taking putting him sending him to another room you see Mel Gibson right there, and Mark is like, "What the hell are you doing here?" He's like, well, "I came in here to see you. They said you were dying, but you look fine to me now and <laughs> stuff like that." He's like, "Yeah," and then this is where we find out that uh, Stu was an atheist, and uh, he's like, "Mel Gibson's," he's like, "Who's this?" And Carmen tells him, "Like, I'm, I'm his girlfriend." And she's, and he's like, "What does she know that you're an atheist?" And she kind of looks at him like, "What?" And he's like, "And he's like, he got baptized." He's like he's like well is it true and he's like yeah it's true i believe in them i believe in them now and uh he's like all right and then of course little by little we start getting that chemistry between mel gibson's character and mark Walber's character uh and the second half of the film because in the beginning they were just going they were bumping heads like the first half of the movie they were bumping heads the second half though they clean it up they they start getting along with each other more and better and uh, to the point where they, they start helping each other out and stuff like that which i thought was really was a really good uh character development between them two right there um and then of course he uh he starts uh and then of course he gets up he's ready to go and then this is when he gets the idea i need to be a a, a father and he tries to explain this to, to uh carmen but carmen is like he she he, she thinks he's he's maybe it might be a head trauma uh you know uh, and she's like maybe we need to get your head checked and he's like no no like he's like god and the virgin mary they spoke to me they told me that i this i have to do this i have to be this 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 priest this father it's i have to do it as my destiny and this and that and and then she's like she starts crying because she's like dude if, if you become a father i can't be with you like you we can't get married we can't have kids and we do we can't do all that he's like I, I gotta do it what sucks is because carmen has been holding out she's catholic so she's one of those and very like very very religious and she doesn't uh she's she's holding off on sex until she gets married but then she saw uh Stu being down after the injury the accident and all this and he's trying to get better and so she wants to help him release tension and he's like no you shouldn't do it And she's like, "No, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing." And then I guess they start kissing, and then it cuts to the next scene, which we, as us as a viewer, we're assuming he took her virginity, but now he all of a sudden he wants to be a father, uh, a priest, and uh, so now like she can't get married with him, they can't even be together anymore. So they like he, (laughs) it's crazy. I was like, "Damn, that that." And of course, she took that to the heart, and then. She she left she left them and then this is where we see uh, Stu trying to trying to get into the uh, 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 that priest uh, school uh, where all the other students are at are trying to become one inch and um, so we this is where we see the journey right here but uh, little by little uh, we start noticing that Mark Wahlberg is getting a little fatter. And then he starts kind of feeling like his body starts feeling a little bit, not himself. And then it gets to the point where there, uh, there's a scene where he's playing basketball, and uh, he trips, but nobody trips him. He just kind of fell on his own. And then when his friend tries to grab him and pull him back up, he co- he goes and gets back down. Like he can't, he he can't put any any power or weight on his on his leg, and. Um, so they helped him out and they took him to the hospital and then this is where they give him the bad news where he has I think it's something different, but they it's pretty much somewhat of a Luke Eric's disease. But they they named it something else. I don't remember and I was trying to look for it here, but it doesn't say. Um but it's it's pretty much Luke Luke Eric's disease. Eventually he'll he'll lose uh uh he'll lose muscle muscle in his legs, his hands, um his his face muscles, uh his everything basically he'll be he'll basically turn into a he'll be basically be a vegetable. But um then of course this is where we see little by little Mark Walber's character uh character stew deteriorating. Little by little he starts getting fatter. Like he's his his hands are, are are practically becoming useless. He he ends up having like later on we see that his legs are, are crossed and he has to start using crutches. And, uh, you see him getting fatter because obviously like that's like his, his muscles, everything is just, it's shutting down on him basically. And, uh, and then it gets to the point where, um, uh, where the priesthood, they're they're telling him like, you can't, you can't, uh, we can't let you continue with this, with this, uh, school because of your condition, your condition, you're eventually, you're going to pass away eventually and they're like I don't know if we can do that for you and uh so of course he's all mad and everything there's this scene where like he walks up to uh inside the church in the night where everybody's out he throws the crutches down and then of course he falls down to the ground and instead he starts kind of like crawling like us like you know how like those soldiers do crawling in the in like in those um uh in those muds and everything like in the ground and all that and he's kind of basically doing that like you know Showing that basically, like that, he's not giving up on him, even though he has his his uh he has his moments where he he's he resents God, like like why are you doing this to me? But in the end, it's just showing that no matter what you're putting me through, he thinks it's he he thinks God is putting him through tests through this test to see to see where his faith lies in, in God, and this is where we see that scene where he's just kind of crawling, kind of showing it to me, like. No matter what you do, I'm always just going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going no matter what, uh, with or without the crutches or whatever you do to me. And uh, and then, of course, the, uh, he ends up uh, moving back. Of course, like he says, I'm not giving up. I still believe in the Lord and everything like that. And, but now he has to move back with his mom uh, because he just can't take care of himself anymore. This is where we see uh, he's he's completely, I mean, already he's on a wheelchair he's he's grown like 100 pounds at least by now and uh he even shaves his head off and whatnot and uh it it gets pretty sad i mean it gets sad like mark walbert does play stewart really really good in this one even when he becomes in the wheelchair and the way he the way he approaches it it gets serious that towards the end we get it gets very serious like Between him and Mel Gibson, they they start getting along with each other because, you know, Mel Gibson, obviously he feels bad that this is happening to his son. And he's like, not only do I lose one at a young age, but now I'm losing my other son. And, of course, that knowing that he only has a few months left to live uh, or like not long to live, basically, um, Mel Gibson basically says, fuck this. I'm going to be with my family. He even reconciles with with his uh, ex-wife and. Um, he he's going to AA meetings uh, and stuff like that to help him stop. He even starts he even starts gaining faith, uh, believing that there is a God out there. You know uh, that is that you know Stu convinced his father with all the speeches that Stu gives in the in the church at churches and whatnot. And um, and then of course he uh, Mel Gibson's character regains faith right there, which I thought was great to see them get uh, between them two the 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 development between them two it just gets better and better as the movie progresses and uh uh and it gets but it also gets sad you feel for stew i mean it's you know it's not his fault and it just it just sucks that this happened to him and i think it's it was was due to maybe all that damage that he took back in those boxing days and um and even the doctors warned him like hey man you need to you know but i guess it took a toll on him and and uh, and now it's uh, it's I don't know maybe it has to do with that or maybe it's just it's it's just something that it just happens to people just randomly I, I have no idea but um and then of course uh, he checks himself in into this this place where like it's it's like a little small church and then everybody's like saying like who are you here to look for or who are you here to talk to he's like he's like uh, Father Stewart and they're like yeah you and everybody else and they form a line. And then one of the one of the scenes that this is towards the end. This is where he's he becomes his own own priest, his own father, with or without their consent. There and uh, uh, and he does it just to help other people out. And and one of the guys that that didn't like him in the film uh, is actually goes up to him and tells him, "Hey, father, I stand." And then this is where we get that kind of closure for this guy as to why he was always a dick to to Stu and Stu just kind of sits there and listens and and he tells him the guy tells him like it's honestly i didn't even want this life i didn't want to be a a father my 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 dad wanted me to be be just like or no my dad wanted me to be a father a priest and all this but he's like i hated the fact that he's like i was trying to find any way i can to get out of this life and here you are People denying you to to uh, denying you and telling you you can't do this, and yet you're the one that's trying to get in while I'm trying to get out. And he say, he said that he hated how how envious he was that to, you know for liking something that he was so passionate about, and he he was pushed into it and didn't want to do it. But then of course he said that seeing Stu how he did it and everything like that, he says he's like I'll I'll continue this path regardless, and then it ends that story right there between them between them and then of course at the end of the film uh, uh it just shows basically saying that uh that Stu lived about till fifty and then ended up passing away uh right after and then but we don't see what happened between the parents. I'm assuming because that scene where Mel Gibson approaches his ex wife and they, they turn her he turns her around and they start kinda dancing on the kitchen in the kitchen and whatnot and kind of looking at each other and they're hugging each other out because they know what's the inevitable um and they I, so i'm assuming that scene to us is telling us that they they they're back they were they they got back together and uh so i i thought and then the movie ends and it's like i said it's 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 such a dramatic film but it also has humor but not enough to 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 overshadow the the story and the seriousness that goes in this, in this story. Um, I thought it was perfect balance between the humor and, and the, um, and the, and the, and the drama, uh, the first half, it's, it's, it's just, it's a really good movie because the first half we get this Mark Wahlberg, you know, strong dude, hard headed motherfucker, a boxer, you know, he's, he's, he's like, he's from the South and, you know, and, and, uh, So he's like, no, nobody tells me, no, I do what I want, what I do, what I want, whenever it's all a madre. And, uh, but then we, and then that's throughout the first half. And then we get this second half of him, you know, uh, after him, like having this, I don't know, this dream or, or what about, you know, the Virgin Mary and, and God speaking to him, giving him this, this second chance about him, that, He's like the reason I gotta be this priest is that I can spread awareness, spread his 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 love, his power, and all this. And I mean, it just switches quickly, but in a good way. I mean, not in a good way, but I mean like it's it's enough for uh, us as a viewer to realize, yeah, this guy had an epiphany, and now he's all about God. And then he and then the second half, he completely phases out of that uh, uh, being an actor and all that shit. And completely pursues this this priesthood. I mean, he believed it so much that he was willing to sacrifice basically the uh Carmen, uh, alcohol, uh d- drugs, all this other stuff. Like he's he's willing to sacrifice all, all this just to become this this father. And uh and it shows it, I mean it shows his his um how he had to swallow a lot of uh, swallow his pride on a lot of scenes because he's trying to become this father. Uh, you know, you see all the, all the sacrifices he made throughout the film. And then just for it to end, end his way, his, uh, for him to end it, the way it ended for him, it just, it you feel for the guy, you know, he did all of this and then it, and it comes, it, it comes and crashes for him. And it just, it sucks that it ended that way for him. He did become what he wanted to become, but obviously just not you know, like not how he kind of thought it was going to be. He didn't think he was going to be on a wheelchair forever and all that. But um, yeah, Mark Wahlberg, man, he brought the, he brought the comedy and the seriousness in in this film. Uh, Most of the time, he just tries to be more comedy than anything, but this one, I, I, he did great. I really enjoyed this film. I think he did a really good job in this one here. The characters as well. Mel Gibson was awesome in this one. He, he didn't, he didn't just, uh, mailed it. He didn't mail it in. Like he actually, uh, he actually did try in this film. He actually did try his, his best, like certain scenes when, when, uh, Stu was giving that speech about how, like if, uh, if like how powerful God is the fact that even he's even got, uh, the toughest motherfucker I've ever known. And he's pointed in at, at Mel Gibson. He's got him at least inside a church. I have never seen him in a church. He's like that's how powerful God is and stuff like that. And he, and Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson just kind of looks at him, you know. He, he he starts tearing up on his eyes and everything like that. And we also get a scene of Mel Gibson. Uh, his uh, we didn't we didn't realize, but at the beginning of the film when they're showing the him boxing and whatnot, in the crowd in the crowd, uh, Mel Gibson was there. He was just hiding. He didn't want his son to see him, but he just saw his son fighting out there. But then he's also tearing up and kind of looking down, thinking like. You know, I pushed him to this. He could have, he could have been something else. He could have been something better, and I pushed him to this instead. And if I had not pushed him to this, maybe none of this would have happened. So you, you see that that regret at Mel Gibbs and he sells it. He does a good job. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't mail it in. None of these characters mail it in. Their performances are great. The story's great. The humor's great. Uh, the pacing on this film, on this movie, is great. It's two hours long, and it's, it. I think it's perfect. It gives, it shows us enough of the, the Stuart from the past, and the Stuart that uh, uh, that we end up getting uh, at the end. Um, it's just, it's such a fucking transformation that you see throughout this film, and it's great. I, I enjoyed it, guys. Uh, let's go and get to my review here. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten, and I think that's a recommendable film. what do you guys think of this movie did you guys see it have you seen it i know it's it's i mean it just came out today but who knows whoever's listening out there uh if you haven't checked it out and you guys didn't mind me spoiling certain things here and there and you still want to check it out i i tell you guys right now i think it's definitely worth the admission again it's somewhat of a slow burn kind of film it's it's drama it has its humor and everything but uh it's a somewhat of a slow burn, not too slow. Like I said, the pacing I think is great on this film. It's not, it's not too slow. It's not, it's not too fast. They're not just trying to speed up the, the story. No, it, I think it's go, it goes at a perfect pace there. Um, so yeah, check it out, guys. I think it's a good one. I, I think it's definitely worth it. Uh, uh, I think it's one of uh, Mark Wahlberg's uh, best somewhat performance films right there. Uh, I, I like some of his other movies, but this one right here is as far as the drama the seriousness everything that he brought to this character i even read too that he actually put some of his money to make this movie so he was all in on this literally so uh, no, yeah man shout out to mark Wahlberg. great great movie great performances man i think it's i think it's definitely uh one to uh check out and uh yeah definitely movie i can definitely see myself watching again i think it's a pretty good one so uh, all right, guys, that is it for my review. Let me know in the comments below on Instagram, uh, spoiler underscore reels. Uh, let me know if you agree or disagree with my review and or rating for this film. Uh, let me know your thoughts on it and everything like that. And again, guys, uh, always, you know, uh, message me and let me know there's certain movies you want me to review and everything like that. So and I'll get to it as quick as I can. Uh, all right, guys, that's it. Uh, thanks for checking out the episode, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.